Hodunks we are, Hodunks till we die. Hodunks unite. For any of you that are unaware, that is what we call the faithful listeners to the show. It's a weird word. And uh, I believe Luke came up with it unknowingly, unwittingly, but it doesn't matter. Uh, But it immediately stuck. And until we find a better name, we're going to stick with it. Well, how goes it with you? How's your summer been? Was it better than last summer? Was it less of a lockdown feel for you? Did you travel? Did you do a lot of nothing with your friends? You know there's a secret talent for doing nothing, right? And being static doesn't always mean you're being unproductive. And really, if you're one of those who just needed a rest, like me, that can be the most productive thing that you could do. Yeah, it's a four-letter word, but it's far from a bad one. There are certain words by which we try to live by, and I think we really need to stop or at least rethink them. There's a a special power in words, so we need to watch it. One of them is the word balance. I was doing a radio interview one time, and for the thousandth time, the person asked me, Tim, how do you find balance on the road? How do you balance work and family? And finally, I just said, you know what? You don't. What does balance really mean anyway? If there's such a thing, do we really ever get close to finding out true balance? I'd rather look at life as moving forward. Like if you're on a motorcycle, feet up, not moving, it's almost impossible to find balance. Now, our guest today uh, is a motorcycle enthusiast. And a few weeks ago, I got to hang out with him in West Palm Beach at his house down there. And he let me ride his Harley fat boy motorcycle. And it was amazing. The thing's huge though. It's very heavy and it's just, I'm a strong guy, but it's hard for me to just stand there and just hold the bike in a balanced position, but it becomes much easier when the bike starts to move. And it's the most effortless feeling when you do, when you're moving on that Harley and you're bending back and forth through the curves and turns and you're gloriously out of balance most of the time. And if you look at still shots of motorcycles, like making a turn, it looks like they're falling over. But no, of course, they're moving. And because of physics, they're doing just fine. So balance is a tricky word. Another word that needs some redefinition is the word plateau. Seems like 100 times out of 100, a plateau is seen as a negative thing. I don't believe that anymore. You can't be constantly moving up to another level. It takes time to become competent and master the level that you're on. Also, plateaus teach us so much. Patience, discipline, growth. These so-called plateaus are where we prepare for the next level. Now, there have been times in my life where I thought I was ready for the next level, and I'm so glad that certain opportunities didn't pan out. They didn't manifest because I was not indeed ready. And had I been given those opportunities and I took them, it would have been disastrous. It would have been <laughs> very detrimental. So don't stress out if you feel like if you're in a stagnant part of your life. Plant yourself and ask yourself some questions. Can I grow here? Is it time for a rest? Do I need to decompress so that I can be you know, prepared when the right time comes? I hope that's some words of wisdom for you. And it's, I think it's just so smart to have somebody in your life that you can, you know, even hire to help you and to coach you. And I mean, we have coaches in sports, we have uh, trainers and coaches in our, in our jobs and things like that. And, uh, and, and we've seen an explosion in the life coach industry. And I had just been blessed to have uh, found uh, my life coach. We've been working together for a few months and uh, he is calling in. Uh, we like to check in every week or so. And uh, his name is Grantledge. So, uh, Hey, Grant Lynch, are you there? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you really good. So how are you doing, man? What's going on? I'm really good. I'm sorry. I I would have called in earlier, but um, it's like I lost my calendar book and I forgot about it. Oh, dang it. 
I was supposed to call earlier, and I'm really sorry about that. That happens, dude. I uh, And I've never asked you about your name. It's very unique. Grantledge. Where did that come from? Yeah, I came up with that by myself. Uh, my birth name is Ed, and that doesn't work too well in this industry. Uh, not very motivating name. That's my industry. So I changed it to Grantledge. It's a combination of the words great and challenge. So Grantledge. Okay. That's, well, wouldn't it great? Okay. Great challenge. Wouldn't that be great? Grantledge? Yeah, probably, but it uh, doesn't sound as good. doesn't roll off the tongue as well. So, dang it. What's wrong? <laughs> What's wrong, man? Oh, my calendar. I need to find that. Dang it. I, I'm i pretty sure it's in my Sentra. It's in the backseat. There's some stuff. There's like Chick-fil-A bags and a few old manuals and some three-ring binders. I, I just got my new program yesterday, and I had to put it in the back of my Sentra. Yes, the new motivational program you were telling me about. That's That's great news, man. Just take some time. Tell my audience about that. Well, it's called the Foundational Elements of Foundational Living with Highly Effective People. That's the title. Yeah, it's long. But as you can see, I'm, you know, naming things isn't one of my strengths. Well, your strength is, you know, really just motivation and and putting a new set of eyes on something. You are able to see things that others just can't see, even in themselves, which is powerful. I mean, you've helped me and guided me through some really difficult times, and you catch those things that fall through the cracks. You're the one that taught me that words that we use in our lives are important, and the things we speak affects the way we think. Have you been thinking lately? Yeah, I think a lot. Well, that's good. Just keep doing that. It's what I give people. It's my fourfold formula for success. Yeah, the fourfold. The fourfold being food, water clothing and thinking yeah that's very foundational i mean and breathing too i think there's five so it's breathing food clothing water and thinking that is if you do those every day uh, you're going to be a success that's i agree that's very foundational very fundamental it's like you don't overthink things yeah i don't overthink things at all but i do think i think about things but not crazy you know i don't get crazy with it because If you overthink things, you're in for a world of hurt, whether you're thinking about your bills or your career or how your ex-wife can still access your Netflix account. Yeah, that's... Yeah, just simple stuff. Staying away. Take your time. Thanks. Just, I know, this gets emotional. Yeah, staying away away from some of the pitfalls that just waste so much of your time. Like, you know, they say you can't judge a book by its cover. Yeah. That's not true. Sometimes you can. I mean, you can look at a book and be like, Oh, it's like the white lion, the witch, and the wardrobe. Well, there's probably a, a lion, a witch, and a wardrobe in it. So why do I need to read it, really? That's a great book. I love C.S. Lewis. A lot of C.S. Lewis stuff, you can pretty much skim it and take what you can. There's not a whole lot there. I actually love C.S. Lewis. A lot of his quotes really helped me in my life. Yeah, well, I got a quote that's going to blow your socks off here. It's really going to help you, I think. Sweet. You got a quote? Yeah, let me get it for you here. I think it's in my it's in my pants. Uh, I wrote it on the back of a receipt the other day, and I oh, dang it. What's wrong? Uh, I think I uh, I think I washed these pants, and the receipt was still in it. And I wrote the quote on it, so I forgot what it was. Just, so do you just remember the gist of it? No, I don't. No, uh, dang it, I can't remember it. I keep doing that. I I need to be more organized. That's okay, man. No, no, it's just that Judith, she used to take care of all that stuff. Judith? Yeah, Judith, my ex-wife, that's her name. That's her name? Well, I made it up for her. 
made up that one too. It's a shorter version of Just Do It, Judith. That would be just... I thought it was cool, but she wasn't too happy with it. It's just stuff like that. It's why I'm living in a Sentra. I got no money. Being your life coach isn't exactly paying the bills. Yeah, but Grantledge, that's that's going to get better, dude. You're going to sell your new program, right? I don't know. Program, it's all on cassettes. Nobody uses cassettes anymore. It was cheaper. I don't know. Was, I thought it was a good deal. Wow. Hey, Tim, I hate to ask you this, but can you Venmo me next month's fee early? Just this once, I promise. Could you do that? Yeah, I'll I'll take care of it. Just hang on. I'll take care of it. Just let me do this thing real quick. I'll be right with you, okay? Uh, that was Grantledge. Everything's going to be okay. And this show is going to be awesome, folks. I'm so excited to have the great David Crank. He is uh, one of my best friends and the pastor of the largest church in St. Louis. It's called Faith Church. And uh, he just uh, he's just an amazing, talented guy. Love it hanging out with him. He's just a real dude. And I think you're going to enjoy it. So sit back. Fasten your earbuds. <laughs> Come on, you ho-dunks. Let's do this one. This is the Tim Hawkins Podcast. Oh, dang it. Let's be the greatness of the cars. <laughs> you weren't now, were you... Uh, born in 69. Uh, what was your... Born in 69, what was your music? What did you lock into? Oh, man, in the 80s. Was 80s bigger than 70s for you? Yeah, yeah. Really? But I still like listening to the 70s music. 70s music. Yeah. But I mean, the Osley Brothers, that's who uh, helps pay my bills. They what? They help pay my bills. The Osley Brothers do? They go to your church. (laughs) (laughs) So when I say, they're one of the 10% who ties. Like, I like this. Dang. Where where do they live? Are they California? They live in St. Louis? Huh. I, Candy sings on the worship team almost every Sunday. Right now, they just dropped that dog with Snoop that that song with Snoop Dogg. Right, so they've been in L.A., but they're usually Candy's usually there all the time. Wow, Ron, he was at my birthday party. Remember that? Yeah, huh? my goodness. Yeah, they lived. They were trying to buy another guy at our church. Um, he invented the Farminator dog home. Wait, who's this? Dave Porter. Dave Porter. Okay. Our church. So David <laughs> invented the Farminator dog home. Which is one million dollars per week in dog combs. <clears throat> wow! Wait, you're you're selling? He's selling one million dollars of dog combs per week. He was. I, mean, I am the only customer. <laughs> That's what I, I want to do. Like just in a very obscure invention, like a spring in a pen or something. Yeah. You just make tons of money. <laughs> well, that's one of those things. Like, how many dog combs are people buying? It's like salt. How many things of salt do you wow. ever buy? It's crazy. Ever. Yeah. My goodness. Good people. Well, Cosmos, they sell dog shampoo, and they're super successful. They started with uh, human products. Then they saw a, bit, a bigger market for um, animal products. Well, dog, people, you'd be surprised. People take better care of their pets usually oh, gosh, than themselves. Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. 50 bucks per dog comb. Jeez. <laughs> Dang. Well, like in, like in Canada, they, they showed a thing on d- d- uh, comparing actual hospitals with v- veterinary hospitals. Yeah. And it's just... Just state of the art. Yeah. Vets are underpaid, though. <laughs> yeah. Are they? Yeah. Well, because they have to know, because <clears throat> a real doctor only knows a specific part. Like if you go to a pediatrician, well, that's a kid's doctor. If you go to like a ear, what is it? Ear, eyes, and throat doctor. And throat, yeah. yeah. That's all they know about. Well, they know more, but on a human, but a vet, they're like a one stop shop. They have to know every single animal, yeah. every species, mm-hmm. everything about them. Mm-hmm. And then you got to drain your glands and clean your ears and clean your teeth. That's right. Give you the shot. Mm-hmm. The whole bit. 
Yeah, that's something I would never, ever even thought about becoming, would be a vet. Yeah, be. not for me. Nope. Mm-mm. I don't like dogs enough. No, animals Ooh. enough. My goodness. Now, David, uh, you're, <clears throat> you're talking about getting, you said you're getting a, a Doberman? I think so. You've got two of the smallest dogs I've ever seen, and now well, you're going to go you for know, the big one. It's, are we recording? Yeah, just, okay. yeah. That first part of the conversation, we might want out then if I was talking about the Isley Brothers tithing. And stuff. That's right. okay, so How much are the Isley Brothers tithing? That's okay. We're definitely keeping it. We'll cut this, Dave. We'll cut all of it. <laughs> um, What's their big song? Is uh, is it um, a Shout? Uh, shout. And then Who's That Lady? Yeah. yeah. We can talk about all that. Okay. Um, no, so the dog situation, kind of a funny fact. It's not funny, but it's very sad. Like Nicole's a dog lover, right? So Luppy, our little, like, she basically weighed less than a pound when I brought her home. Lumpy? Luppy. Luppy. Oh, okay. Luppy? What? What? Okay. It what was do you want puppy, to... but they call her Luppy. So I was, okay. I, one day I came home and I got this so many dog and Ashton's <laughs> little, and I've got it wrapped up in a blanket. It's fit in my palm of my hand. I said, hey, I got this for you guys. we got to share it. They thought it was cake. They opened it up and it's Luppy, our dog, which we had for like 13 years. Well, unfortunately, Nicole loved this dog like crazy. A few months back, she's carrying the dog upstairs. She's carrying a bunch of stuff. Oh, gosh. Little Luppy jumps out of her arms, falls down the stairs, hits her head, <gasps> dies in front of her. Oh, my word. Nicole calls me. I'm in Florida. She's like, oh, my God, Luppy's dead. I'm like, oh, my God, what do we do? Jeez. Take her to the vet. What can we do? So anyway, yeah, Luppy's in heaven. Long live Luppy. Yeah. Long live Luppy. <laughs> so now it's like, I'm like, you know what? The reason why I want a Doberman. Can't You're not going to drop a Doberman. It's true. The Doberman will drop you on your head. <laughs> That's true. Oh, well, the Doberman was the holding stairs. Dave, taking him up to bed, and dropped Dave. <laughs> David died it's right there. Oh. That's what Luppy's. Luppy's in heaven um, now. She dropped her. Liv, didn't and you have a friend? I was literally going to bring this up. killed every animal it ever. She used to babysit, or I don't know, dog sit, mm-hmm. hamster sit, whatever. She killed every single animal that she ever watched. It was only three because it probably stopped after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she watched her friend's chihuahua. And ended up leaving the door open. And this is sad, but the chihuahua just ran out and got hit by a car. Mm. Then she was watching someone's hamster. And mm. she just, like, lost track of the hamster. And the hamster just rolled down the stairs and died. Hamsters are thugs, though. They're just, they get they <laughs> yeah. get into bad stuff. You leave a hamster alone and it's just. Yeah, it's not good. It, it, it never ends well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Selling drugs. and <laughs> Yeah, hamsters, gerbils, just I don't know the difference. bad news. Huh? I couldn't tell the difference. Hamster and a gerbil. If you line them up, I don't know. There you go. They're all the same. That's probably the first day in veterinary veter- <laughs> <Yeah>. school. <laughs> Line up, get bringing the gerbil, the hamster, up. and the ferret. <laughs> That's a horse. Bring Luke. me a ferret. That's uh, a horse. Look, this dude had a ferret, and well, I went to Mizzou, and uh, the the dorm room next door, the guy had a ferret. It's the smelliest. Really? Really? I mean, you go. We yeah. live by the zoo for crying out loud, and this is just—it's not even—it's not even, it's not even <laughs> yeah. close. It's just brutal. Yeah, it smells bad. It smells like people have smell. raccoons as animals now, as mm-hmm. like pets. That seems They're dangerous really to me. cute, actually. Raccoons, yeah, they could. I feel like they yeah. could flip a switch. They flip could turn switch. on you. I just flipped a switch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a rogue on you. Yeah. And finally, I was taking out our trash the other day, and you know, at nighttime, and man, right there's a big raccoon staring me right in the ass. Like, no, <laughs> no, way. thanks. And he just ran up the tree right beside me, and I ran inside. I'm like, Nicole. Take the trash out. <laughs> yeah, I just tell, he had a demon. I could sense it. Yeah, yeah he's they're For not sure. A My brother, I think he walked in and there was an armadillo in oh, his kitchen or something, <laughs> and he grabbed a broom. And that armadillo was just 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 yeah. kind of can't, right can't there, arm- not moving. He hits it; it just scoots over three inches. <laughs> can't they give you the leprosy, armadillos? 
What? I'm not making that up. Chapter and verse, Luke. I'm not making that up. That's a thing. I, I didn't go to veterinary school, but that's one thing I know. <laughs> See him at the armadillo meeting. Guys, they think we're giving people leprosy. We need to work on our branding here. I thought that like some people would play like pick up dead roadkill. And there was something with armadillos that oh. gave them some sort of I'm disease. I'm sure there is some kind of disease. Mm. I'm yeah. sure it's leprosy. But, but I'm I... thankful that in Missouri, we don't have like, you go outside and there's a bear or like mountain lion. It's like raccoon. Right. There are mountain lions in Missouri. There are there like are. 50 I bears, I think, yeah. black bears. Did you guys see the one where the it was a, was it the guy just in a little neighborhood, little suburb, and it was a, I think it was either a bob, I think it was a, a mm-hmm. big bobcat mm-hmm. that just came onto the scene. Did it attack and his jumped, wife? Jumped, attacked I his saw wife. That. He grabs it. He's like, it was and he crazy. throws the bobcat across the. Jeez. That's when you know he didn't have good life insurance on his wife. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be praying for you, honey. <laughs> it was, you thought Luppy ended up bad. Yeah. Yeah. My wife. Rip Luppy. Bobcat just tore Long live Luppy. Long live Luppy. <laughs> oh, that should, that should be a shirt. I know. I was thinking that. Long live Luppy. That'd be a great shirt. <laughs> and then, like, uh-huh. the dog's face was like, Clouds yeah. and like sun shining. Yeah. <laughs> Sunshine and rain. Oh, man. So, you're, uh, yeah. So, Dave, now this is, uh, you know, I, I do research on you and on my guests, and uh, you're in a very, you're a very good singer. Yeah. Now, you, you led worship, right? I did. Growing up. Is I that, did, did you did the guitar? Did you do the, the keyboard 45 degree <laughs> angle? How did you do it? Now, I just kind of led. I played the drums, a little bit of guitar, but. Like very little, but I just led worship for mm. my dad, and he kind of got tired of just worship leaders. It can be a problem in our business. What was the big problem? Some of them aren't saved, but they're good singers. Right. You know, mm. so just hired guns. Yeah. Just so there are people who really do it, and they love God, and then there's just people who are like, yeah, I play in the clubs, and I play here, and it's like, wow. Yeah. So my dad just was a huh. no-nonsense guy, so when I was like 15, he's like, hey, there's a microphone. Go learn how to sing. So it was like you didn't, but you knew how to sing before. I did, but I mean, you don't have to lead really. Yeah. But you know, and then the problem was, Dad wouldn't spend money on a band. So it was volunteers. So you got oh, this. I was going to say you should get to do tracks. Remember yeah. the cassette well, tracks? You ever those use those? Tracks were good. I was like, thank yeah. God, a track. At least I can count on that. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's my, my youth leader, my youth leader uh, back at First Baptist St. Charles, he used the tracks for the youth choir. Yeah. But he, you know, one side had the actual choir on it, the yeah. other one had, and he would play Vocals. it with the choir. Nice. So it's not like we had 800 people in the choir. <laughs> Sounded amazing. That's pretty cool. It really did. So you, so you just kind of just found people in the church and you just. Yeah, we had to build our own band and do that, which works out good now because, I mean, we have all these multi-sites, multi-campuses, and I'm one of the guys who speaks into, now we got all these professional, you know, MDs, musical directors, and drummers and guitar players. You're playing with clicks and loops and tracks and Mm -hmm. building the most amazing things in the world. Oh, oh, oh. That's my question for you because you do a thing. Do you coordinate, like you have, what is it, five, six campuses? Yeah, seven. Do you coordinate the time so when... the, the music is done at a certain time and you come on like yeah, on kinda. screen. What happens is, is we're all doing the same sets, but one service. Same lives, music, same. Yeah. Okay. But one might start at a different time of day than the other campus, mm. but we're all running that same. So if one of them's live, I can still come up at the end. If they're singing, you know, how great is our God? I can hit that last song. Okay. What I really like to do. So there's just no chance of anything stupid happening. I like for the worship to you know, all, we build all of our own stuff, and then each campus gets the loops, tracks, clicks. 
the band practices on what we call Thorough Thursday. So we act like it's Saturday night because I don't want to practice on the real church people. I want to practice on, you know, ourselves. Yeah. So we do Thorough Thursdays, do that. And then by the time Saturday night hits, we know, hey, this is a 19-minute set. Then it goes into maybe the campus pastor, whoever comes up and starts praying. And then maybe they'll go to a video like we did this weekend where there's like a video to transition. And then I come on stage. Mm. Then I we don't have to worry, <laughs> is the music syncing up? Or right. if another guy talks two minutes too long or 30 seconds too short, we can kind of plug and play that. that I, now I didn't think I didn't think I was going to like it as much on, on but, but it I don't I don't mind it. No. I like it. it I mean because it sometimes it looks like you're standing on the stage. It does. When you get all that's the whole key to multi-site I think with with videos uh with streaming is you have to have all HD 4K cameras mm-hmm. and the screens need to be LED because it looks better at a stream campus than up on stage because if I'm on stage you might be 9 rows 10 rows back you can't see me that good. But these campuses with the LED, you're like, man, there he is. And yeah. all, I need Botox because, I mean, it's you just, you're not hiding gray hair or wrinkles yeah. that's, that's there. Well, so. don't you think that's where it's going, though? I mean, just with people doing things remotely now, I think it's yeah. your, I think you're ahead of the game, actually. Yeah, we, we had to that. because, I mean, before COVID, we were already doing it. But now, you know, our biggest campus is truly online. We had yeah. 800 people watching in Chicago this weekend. So now you're getting Chicago yeah. and Detroit and Nigeria and all mm. over the world. It's just amazing. So we can reach a lot more people. Here's what Jesus. you need to do. Instead of one church, multi-campuses, one campus, multi-churches. Yeah. <laughs> you need to start grabbing yes. the Jewish people, mm-hmm. start grabbing the Hindus. Hey, we are. In one, in one building. Yes. We, actually, we do. Some of the, if you think about, you know, the owner <laughs> He's of He's already News, on top of it. Uh, <laughs> Newsmax, <laughs> uh, the owner of Newsmax, you know, that's one of the biggest news agencies right. around. Yeah. And Newsmax, Chris Ruddy, got... He's Jewish, got saved going to our church in West Palm. That's how we became the, you know, it was reported by NBC, NBC that we were the eighth most influential church in America. Well, you know, Preston Wood Baptist called me from Dallas and they're like, you're not that big. And I'm like, hey, it's fake news, but the guy goes direct church. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I take uh, it where I can fine. get it. That's right. <laughs> but you're like number 49, was it, in the uh, most influential yeah, evangelicals in the world? Probably. I don't know. I'm I just 48. Keep working. So I didn't know what today do you was. Know, one time, I told you. Do you know, one time I was the seventh largest comedian in India at one <laughs> oh, time on YouTube. I believe that. I mean, it's, you're my favorite. Before I knew you, you were my favorite uh, comedian. I was how, like, okay, let's talk about that because I want to I want to nail that down. How? Yes. Because I knew who you were just because you were just, you know, the, the largest church in the St. Louis area. And just because you're you just billboards and things like that. And I just knew who you were and seen you on TV, but then you knew, I can't, I can't yeah, remember so how what that happened with me was I, I would see all your stuff and laugh my tail off. I'm like, Oh my gosh, your songs. I would actually do a lot of your material in my sermon because they always call me a minister because I like to entertain and minister. <laughs> so then one day I'm out in the lobby at Christmas time, shaking hands with people and there you are. You're like, hey, man. And then you knew all my lines like, hey, Weldon Springs, hey, Earth City. I'm like, this yeah. cat. Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm getting out my phone, taking a picture, yeah. telling everybody. Yeah. Of course, then we developed a relationship and mm-hmm. traveled together. And we were so blessed that, you know, you and Heather went on trips with us to Rod Parsley's church. Or different that was great. And we've had fun. That we was had, really a lot of fun. we got stories now, man. Well, I wish I could take you into to interesting places, but. Ever. But man, remember was, when we were walking through New York, eating at places with no mask, and the world was different than what it was is that today? all about? Yeah, we well, were crazy. We didn't even realize that we should be guys. We we can breathe. We were laughing. There's no COVID. We laughed. We laughed. A lot. <laughs> Showed people our dentures, uh-huh. even our teeth. Dang man, 
It was the days. Those, it is hard to think. Is it? You think we'll get back there anytime soon? What, what's your What's your take? Yeah, I mean, I hope so. I'm so, I'm actually hopeful because a lot of people, even today, when I was walking around, if I go in the gas, you know, uh, two weeks ago, you walk in a gas station, like, get out of here, you don't have your mask on. Mm. Now people are like, they assume I bet he's been vaccinated because he doesn't. Yeah, got his mask. Can't yeah. tell. Yeah, can't tell. I've been vaccinated by the blue. That's right. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Preach. <laughs> you made it real churchy quick. <laughs> you know how some pastors try too hard to, to be culturally relevant. Did yeah. you? Did you? How do you deal with that? Because it, it is important to be to have that to speak in the the, the language of the culture. But is that something that, because like last, you know, yesterday at church, you were just, it seemed like you were kind of a little more loose than usual. Yeah. A little more just kind of just yeah. hanging out and yeah. this is, this is me. And Right. I think that has a lot to do with my mood. I mean, I'm just me. So I always say I got to be me because nobody can be a better me than me. And so if you're up there trying to be somebody else, mm-hmm. you're going to end up forgetting who you are. Because you probably, at the beginning, you probably emulated some of your favorite Oh yeah, I think you I parrot, did the same thing. Yes. You parrot everybody. You know, I I couldn't listen to Creflo Dollar or I'd be preaching mean. Like, rah, 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 and I would uh-huh. back it off. So I'd be like, I can't listen to any preachers on the day I'm preaching because I will become that preacher. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but I would get stuff during the week and then I would settle into who I was and then now pretty much who I am. And then the problem is I'm an angry 51 year old. It's too late. By the time you got your voice, nobody's yeah. listening anymore. It's right? like, man, now COVID got me the vaccine. No, but that's that's <laughs> okay. Here's 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 something that just an observation that we've talked about and I want to get your because you're straight to the pastor's mouth yeah whatever however you say that but okay we uh. came we lived we lived in Texas God rest Luppy well we soul. lived we, <laughs> we lived in Texas R.I.P. Luppy it's just your approach it's your approach to yeah your style and your approach it's um, that you're speaking to your city you're speaking to the to the actual people you're, you're, you know, like we were in Texas, we found that we would go to a one or two churches and it seemed like, gosh, they're being a little negative. Like, you're not so great. You're not, right. you're not, mm-hmm. okay. You need to realize, you no know, things aren't because in Texas, like, Hey, everything's great. Everything's great. Yeah. Good. Everything's really good. <laughs> yeah. But it's, and so that's what they're dealing with. But up here you're dealing with people that, yeah, they're one paycheck away. It's not going great. Mm-hmm. You're de- you're dealing with people. And a lot of it, a lot of people's uh, are dealing financially Right. So that's what you, you focus on that more. Yeah. It's like, it's more encouragement. You know, mm-hmm. God's going to help you. If you, he wants you to prosper. He wants your bills to be paid. Yeah. He wants you, you know, he doesn't want you to be poor. Yeah. That kind so of many thing. people think that God's mad at them. And so they're like, man, yeah. my life sucks right now. And it's, yeah, you know, there's a reason why, because God's mad at me. God's not, you know, God believes in us. He said, I know the plans I have for you. We all know that scripture. And so he wants to bless us. And I, I try to preach the happy Jesus. And it, this weekend I was more loose because God actually. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to tell you how loose you got this yeah, weekend. Yeah. So I was, I made a purposeful decision. For one, I knew I was only going to preach one time. I thought I'm going to get this one and done. So right. I knew I got to do it right. Sometimes right. that puts pressure on me too. Cause I'm like, well, I don't know. I kind of got sideways on this. So yesterday, how many did you do? I just did one. Did one. Okay. I did one, shot it everywhere. And, um, yeah, so I thought I'm going to go up and be happy because the Lord had been dealing with me a lot about, you know, the Bible says the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace. The first mm-hmm. thing to go is after, if you're not walking in love, is your joy. Mm-hmm. Right. So I wasn't walking in love because there's a lot of things that I disagree with that are happening right now in mm-hmm. our culture. That's, and it well, it seemed like it seemed that, it seemed that at, at the beginning you were having to kind of, I wouldn't say pander, but just kind of felt like... I, I, I felt for you, man, because as a yeah. pastor, it's like, it's hard it's to, tough. to you make go a stand COVID, in a certain way. But then you're, yeah. I think it, it, it's, 
I could tell there was a break in you, like, I, you know what? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, God just kept getting on to me saying, hey, you know what? Your strength is joy. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Yeah. Mm. Strength is joy, and that's your strength. It's being silly, having fun. So mm. I just put up less slides this weekend, said, hey, yeah. here's the point. Here's the point. Laugh, have yeah. fun, jack around, then get back to the point. And that's more of the way I used to be. And then, you know, it's just like anything. You can just get after COVID. I think a lot of people, their their souls are being tortured with a lot of things that's going on. But, I mean, mm. biblical prophecy talks about that this thing's going to happen. The Bible says, see to it that your heart's not troubled. Mm. And I honestly have to say that so many times if I sit there and watch the news, I start getting my heart mm. troubled. Yeah. So I got to yep. shut off some of the world and get some of the word in. I mean, even the conversation people listen to your podcast right now, it's just like, you know, long live Luppy. It makes people laugh. Right? <laughs> yeah, so, long live Luppy. Well, Everybody, things have happened in their life. That's and that's what I think. You're just more relatable. That's what people are wanting to. Because to be honest with you, and with me too, it's like when people come to my shows, they might remember one joke, maybe mm-hmm. two. I go to comedy shows. My favorite comedians. We we drive. Are like, what was that joke? We couldn't remember one joke. <laughs> we just remember we laughed a lot and we love the guy. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's that. That probably is the same yeah. that you've plugged into that. It's like people. Yeah. That's my guy. David is yeah. my guy. I, you know, it's encouragement. I got this one little nugget and I'm going to, you know, so yeah. I think that, but you, you package that with positivity. What you're saying is yesterday, you can't remember anything fun. I said in the message. Oh no, I wrote it talk. down and I listened <laughs> to exactly it again. That's exactly what he's saying. And I, yeah. he, I, I, speaking of loose. I we did not say edit. long live Luppy yesterday. No, and here's <laughs> what you, That's what did you say? You said, here's what you said. You said, you said something about, you know, you need to, ladies, something about like today's your day. It's going to happen for you. Shave your legs. Somebody shave right. your legs because you might find your bow ass. Right. Not what'd you say? Not not broke ass. Dumb ass. Stupid ass. <laughs> That's ass. <laughs> you, bow you said ass. I said ass. <laughs> That's good. That's you awesome. know, preachers are always wanting to cuss and you can't cuss, yeah. but you can get close to cussing. Yeah. Or even you can read about Balaam's donkey and the King James, and it says, you know, yeah, he, you know, it says the word so. Mm-hmm. It's just a legal way to cuss. Well, way. it's. Have you heard? What was it? Tony Campolo. Remember Tony T- Campolo? He's a he's a New York guy, and he was just real big, and he he was an evangelist, and he just you know. But he was kind of okay, kind of a. Well, I don't know. He was out there, and he was very entertaining, great speaker. But he did a thing one time. He was at some conference, some church conference, and he said like the S word, oh, no. and he was like, but he said, you know what? I he said sin. You know what? Huh? Sin, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's, he said he's used some four-letter word, and then everybody's just like, he goes, you know what? You know what's really sad is that you people are more concerned about me saying that word than there are starving children in whatever Africa. <laughs> and so we're like, okay, you yeah. get, yeah. yeah. We, uh, so I, I think we're just, can't, that we start laughing like, why don't mm. we just, I'm going to take a flamethrower <laughs> and I'm just going <laughs> to throw flame on the front row. Yeah. See people, you are more, <laughs> you are more concerned that <laughs> I have just thrown flame <laughs> on the thrower and on these now. people are dying in a fire <laughs> than you are about kids. <laughs> <laughs> who don't have lunch money in Cleveland, okay? Yeah, right. It's like, come on. You're That's just a good distraction, it. man. Now what? Okay, give me, you have, uh, like. Did you hear my I, joke yesterday about the uh, the girl that was weed eating the lawn <laughs> and it cut the cat's tail off? Yeah. She took the cat to Walmart They said, why? She said, I heard it's the largest retailer in the world. Oh, no. Yeah. That's a good one. I can tell who didn't come to church. You've had so much better. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. That's really good. I know it was quick. It's to the point. I think I'm just going to fall down the stairs like (laughs) (laughs) that. Olivia just curled herself down the stairs. She's like, yep, he's he's a dead dead joke. Man, this circles back to some animals. (laughs) 
What's that? A lot of animals here. Yeah, a lot of animals. You guys were both talking about, um, Tim, you were talking about like Texas, that specific audience they were speaking to. You have a specific audience you're speaking to. When you're speaking and when you're preaching, how do you, and I think it happens with uh, your comedy too, like you have to be specific to a certain audience, but specifically to you, David, um, how do you be like genuine with yourself every single time you speak? Because yeah, like sometimes I'll see a pastor or see a preacher. I'm just like, that is not, that's not even like, really does he does. talk like that? Yeah. See order at McDonald's? Right, exactly. Like yeah. No, totally. And it's just like fake. And I just wonder how you're yeah. real with people because yeah. I feel like that's how people connect. And yeah. I wonder that for myself because we lead youth group and I'm just like, guys, I'm struggling with similar stuff to you guys and I want to be here with you and it's a journey that we're both going on. Yeah. I'm wondering how you like yeah. approach a well, Sunday first with of all, that. you know, Texas or wherever, like we started the church in Palm Beach, people said, well, how are you going to relate to the people in Palm Beach? And I said, well, I think the people in Palm Beach are just as screwed up as the people in St. Louis. So mm-hmm. we're going to record our TV show in St. Louis and we're going to broadcast it there. And the people who hear me there, the Bible said, my sheep know my voice and stranger than I follow those people, mm. same group of people I will reach there. And we did. Our churches look so similar in both cities. And so anyway, I was just myself again, going back to myself and being organic. I think people love, a non-genetically modified preaching. They yeah. want just regular stuff. So I've seen so many preachers, as everyone has, and like, well, praise the Lord, brother. Yeah. And you're like, dude, that's not the way you were talking yeah. back there. You're like, you know, if that guy wouldn't have done that, I'd have slapped him upside right. the head. So I don't <laughs> baptize myself to a fault even. Sometimes yeah. I probably should filter a little more. Like mm-hmm. some of the stuff I say, like broke ass, dumb ass. But well, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Who I am. The people it draws that you, people like yourself, well, the Tim. People that you are, the people you're offending are the ones you're supposed to offend. That's yeah. kind of my yeah. my deal that i think there's true. it comes to a point where yeah that's to, i think that's totally understandable and that's great and that's I, I i love it you know i think if you if a few people or more kind of a few more people come to you about that about an issue or about a joke that i've done yeah. like if it's just one person it's probably their problem right yeah. it's, it's they just have a problem yeah but i get three or four like you, right. know, you might need to rewrite it. they're probably yeah. right. right i need yeah. to either rewrite it or drop uh-huh. it yeah i had a girl that came up to me after a youth conference i did an add joke and I basically was about, um, you know, kids who, who, um, who behave, misbehave mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. in the, at the nursery. It's like, oh, he has ADD. No, he's a jerk or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> no, he has a jerk. And it sounded like I was saying people with ADD are jerks. Yeah. Yeah. And this girl, little girl, she said, yeah, that really, yeah. that really offended me. I, I, yeah. I really, and I, and I was like, you're right. And I yeah. changed, yeah. you know, I changed the yeah. joke. So no, <clears throat> you have to, especially with culture now. I mean, I find myself saying things oh my gosh. that I'm like, wow, you know, I said something the other day that I'm like, you know, all I was saying was. You know, it wasn't even a bad thing, but it was enough to where I'm like, in today's culture, right? Two weeks ago, that wouldn't offend anybody, but yeah. if I cannot potentially offend people, I'm going to accidentally offend enough people. Yeah, you know? I think it's going to go. That's crazy. Totally the other way, though. Yeah, I think people are going to get really offensive. They're going to yeah. get really sick of. Well, sometimes this. I'll listen to like Bill Burr or some really offensive <laughs> comedian. Yeah, just to like get rid of level my political, like level out myself out. Bit. Like I'll watch a little <laughs> CNN. I'm just like, oh, that, and then. Or I'll watch something else. I'm like, oh, that's, and then I'll watch a comedian that just rips people apart. I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah. now I'm, I'm good. I'm centered. <laughs> well, I saw Heather and I were listening to Bill Maher and uh, Bill Maher has a, a couple of, um, you know, Bill Maher from, yeah. Yeah, and he, he's been kind of bashing the left okay. and it's like, Ooh, and I think he's getting like a lot of, a lot more attention. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I think, think some like, people oh. probably, I'm not saying he's doing that, but I know some people are just jumping on the bandwagon for that. If they're like, oh, I know there's. This will draw this audience. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's what I don't do is I don't go for what I would call it yeah. gimmicks. Right. Because if it's a gimmick, it's not gonna sustain long term. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like mm-hmm. you I know what Tim Hawkins is. You've been yourself wasn't a gimmick, it's you're a talented musician and personality and a good businessman. 
It wasn't gimmicks. And I think in yeah. ministry or whatever, don't fall for the gimmicks or even that. I'll get a lot of likes and comments if I do this, Ooh. cause this drama. Ooh. And it's like, it's just fake. I mean, I, I, was, mm. I was telling a guy just on the way over here, a business guy's making a lot of money at our, at our church, about a million bucks a month during COVID. It just hit him. And there are some things that I warned him about. It's just powerful in the driveway. And I was like, hey, listen, you got to be careful right now who you are associating with because they're going to go after certain people. And by your association with those people, you're going to put a big target on your back. And so some people, and this is true, big time. Some I was talking to him about some mm-hmm. people are motivated by money and some people are motivated by fame and power. Mm-hmm. Some people are motivated by all of those. But I've watched some people say, even though this will hurt my money, if I'm famous, if I'm powerful, then that'll be awesome. You know, and so yeah. I just think you got to find out what God called you to do. You know, you're you're an original, don't die a copy and be like, listen, I'm called here to make this imprint on the world. And I'm going to stay true to that. And then you don't have to worry about, well, if yeah. my Texas audience thinks. Yeah. You know, and if people, you do hit it huge, it's not really because of anything you did. Right. I no. don't think people plan their way into that. No. Yeah. They you just kind of happen. They were in the right place at the right mm-hmm. time. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I think that's true. Exactly. It's like if you follow that, if you keep trying to pander and be something else, it's yeah. you can't sustain it. You're mm-hmm. you're gonna be yeah. you know, people see through that hypocrisy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's like that like Larry the Cable Guy. It's like he he became this character, and he had to maintain that character <laughs> as it's <laughs> real life. Right. It's like dude's from Nebraska yeah. or whatever. He's like well, like the Undertaker. Like yeah. he's a normal dude, but he had to live as the Undertaker for yeah. thirty years or whatever. Dang. It's crazy. Yeah, you know. That would be fun, though. That would be fun. I, I could do that. Yeah, just like scare <laughs> people all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I could live as a pro wrestler. Just the for some reason, I was thinking like the Grim Reaper when you said that. Oh, really? I was like, who? <laughs> Walking around with a cloak on everywhere he goes, <laughs> like a huge hatchet. <laughs> just wear my tights and my elbow pads. It's just it, he has to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's his look. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm Dak Shepard. I'm joined by Minister Mouse, Monica Padman. Hi there. We have a really fun show we want you guys to join. Uh, We talk to celebrities and professors and lawyers and doctors and very smart, interesting people. And we find out how messy their lives have been, how many twists and turns it took to get to where they're at, and a general exploration on the messiness of being a human being. And of course, Monica's, you'll get updates about her. Love building life. project, love life, <laughs> you name it. So if you want to join us, please follow Armchair Expert to get new episodes every Monday and Thursday. Plus, find your other favorite podcasts free on Spotify. This podcast is sponsored by Faithful Counseling. Now, is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? Well, Faithful Counseling will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. Faithful Counseling is a solution for people seeking traditional mental health counseling who would prefer hearing from the perspective of a Christian. If you're seeking a mental health professional who's a practicing Christian, Faithful Counseling may be a great option for you. It's professional counseling done securely online. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. That's cool. Faithful Counseling wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. Visit faithfulcounseling.com slash Tim Hawkins and join over the 500,000 people, wow, taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Now, there's a special offer for the Tim Hawkins podcast listeners. You get 10% off your first month at faithfulcounseling.com slash Tim Hawkins. And a big thanks to Faithful Counseling for sponsoring this episode. 
looking good, dude. I was going to talk about that too. It's like, I, I and I don't, I'm, I'm not trying to bash you. It's just like, I've seen old pictures and dude, yeah. you look, you're ripped, man. Well, I'm doing better what, than what's the change? What did you do? I think that, first of all, I'm not ripped right now, but when I, was, when I turned 50, I, I decided that when I turned 50, I wanted to be in the best shape of my life. Right. So for about 16 months, I mean, you know how it is. It's diet. Yeah. And exercise, but mostly diet. Yeah. Right. So I just religiously hooked up with the fitness pal, logged everything that I ate. I mean, because I would be surprised at the end of the day, I'd be like, man, I didn't realize I ate so many Reese's peanut butter cups until I saw <laughs> yeah. all the papers in my pants. <laughs> you know, have you ever done that? I thought it didn't count when you eat at the sink. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so I, I always say I got fat by an accident, you know. Was, uh, was, uh, so I was You're like, You're doing hey. crunches, Nestle crunches. <laughs> Come on. Come on, baby. That's a good Levity. One. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. So I just did that and then, you know, started working out and taking better care of Are you every day doing something every day or um, how I often did you weights? religiously and then I put, um, when COVID hit, I was in great shape. And then, man, we started eating a lot, staying home a lot. Yep. And man, even though we were eating better because it was healthy, we were still like just overeating. And then obviously that was just, I'm not going to lie, that was a hard thing on me. COVID was like, you know, we're on lockdown. Yeah. You're wondering, you know, you got all these big buildings and churches and nobody's there. You're still trying to pay your staff, trying to figure it out. Bills to keep yeah, coming, right? Yeah. And, you know, the pressure, the spiritual pressure without sounding like a flake, there was spiritual, you know, there was a guy here in town who committed suicide, a pastor, <laughs> shot himself. And I'm like, wow. And, and another guy in my buddy, Danny Chambers, and he's a great man of God, shot himself. And in... Just pressure Nashville. from COVID. Yeah, well, I think well, I think obviously it, you know it, it, that was the straw that broke the camel's back. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm not saying that I was uh, thinking about anything like that. But no matter what, there was just a lot, a lot of pressure. And so mm-hmm. I'm just kind of didn't turn like Luffy. Yeah. Just, <laughs> hey, know. listen, we were talking about getting in shape, and I went really sad on us. Uh, really. Like, Thanks for bringing it down, David. Um, <laughs> any other any other pets die? Let's just keep let's just keep it at this level. Um, <laughs> sixteen? Did you say sixteen months or weeks? Who? 16 months that you did the fit, the fitness oh, thing, yeah. the diet? Yeah, about that. And then I still do like to, um, um, I still log the food. Yeah. Even though it's like, I'm supposed to be like at 1900 calories a day. Today I was probably like 23 or something. Yeah. But I did like, I also do the steps as you know. Yeah. So I'll just go walk around like today, several of my meetings. I just told my guys to follow me on the parking lot and I nice. walk around. So, you know, my steps, like especially when I'm in Florida, you know, it says here I'm averaging 8,100 steps a day in the last 30 days. That's so what, four miles? Good. I don't know. It's about four. Yeah, that's great. Two and a half miles is It was easier when steps. I had Luppy because I just strapped the phone to Luppy. Mm, yeah. <laughs> had him walk around. Luppy, <laughs> 18 <laughs> million steps. Such a saint. That's why I yeah. want the Doberman. Did you, I you get more oh steps. My you could probably ride the uh, Doberman. You know, okay, I'm going to say this, David. <laughs> I'm excited for you, but I'm also like, dogs are an anchor. Yeah. You know, what do you think? Well, it's just I I I get why you're doing it. I think if you're gonna stay there more, I think it's good. It's just that your smaller dogs, you could take them with well, you. Well, you want a big dog? I know, but it, it's I think an anchor. Jealous. If Heather and I want to go out of town, we're like, well, we got to do something with you know, big Luppy. <laughs> with my, my opinion on dogs, <laughs> with is, they're super cute. I like them sometimes, but if I had one now. I can't just like go out of town for a weekend. You have to find someone mm-hmm. to watch it and then you have to feed it and then you have to train it. To me at the moment, it just doesn't seem feasible. Yeah. yeah. It's not worth it. It's like a kid that doesn't grow up. But yeah. Doberman may be way cool. It is cool. Oh, just just, just yeah. wrestle and yeah. just, you know, yeah, I'm gonna name watch it. movies I'm with gonna him. I'm going to name it Hawkins. Are you? <laughs> Hawk. What's up, Hawk? Where's Hawk at? Yeah, what's up, Hawk? 
<laughs> Luppy 2.0. Yeah. <laughs> so what, um, like, give me some embarrassing thing. I mean, you, you may get this. I, I could go, I could give you a few, but yeah, just because you've seen, we, me and my buddies are in Chicago and we're smoking cigars and we just got to watching these, um, <laughs> these YouTube videos of bad church, mo- you know, oh, yeah. embarrassing oh, church. Yeah. Yeah. Where I'm not going to say the one, but it's just Can you one pull some after up, the maybe? other. Wait, there's a good one. The that, Heavenly Father. The the you know he's the yeah. You guys were just that. What's that one? What's that one called? Uh, I would just say something. Farts, pastor farts, something like that. Okay. No, that's a different one. No, dear Heavenly Farts. That's the evangelical that's, farting guy. That's <laughs> no, no, no. Not that's the event. That one's bad. Not the Have evangelical. You ever, well, there you got you got what was he? Robert Tilton. Remember that one? Oh yeah. Said, like that was a that was a classic. A like, um, <laughs> see if this comes up. Have you ever seen the comedian that imitates Rod Parsley and TD Jakes? Oh yeah, he's, he's really hilarious, good. Is he? Yeah, he's fantastic. Welcome to Breakthrough. Yeah, I just saw that's when we watched. We were at their house and we were watching Pastors and just funny. Yeah. he was hysterical. Oh, here it is. Yeah. Um, before we begin, let's pray. Yeah, here we go. Let's pray. Heavenly Farts, Heavenly Father, our hearts are made ready to hear the truth, to be do it again, stimulated, do it again, do it again. Okay. to love you more. <laughs> he just continued, um, just keep Before we begin, let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. Heavenly Farts, Heavenly Father, our hearts <laughs> are made ready to hear the truth, to be stimulated, to love you more. Oh, Lord. Um, before we begin, let's pray. Poor girl. Poor girl. Let's pray. Oh. Oh, okay. He's going to keep on going. <laughs> <laughs> so, one of the funniest church moments for me was growing up. You know, my dad was an evangelist, so we lived in a travel trailer for real, and we'd park behind the church wherever we were at. And my dad had this friend, and his name was Bill Hamby. And my dad thought he was just awesome, you know. And this guy, you know, had a, enough money to take us out to eat. We loved Bill. We didn't seriously didn't have any money. So my dad's like, oh, my gosh, we're going, you know, we're going to hear him preach tonight. So I'm sitting on like the second row, and man, he's preaching, but he's one of those preachers that doesn't take a breath. He goes, I tell you, and God's here. And, ah. He's doing yeah, this. He's thing. got a rhythm. Yeah, he's going to town. Well, all of a sudden, he starts screaming, and his front uh, upper teeth fell out, his false teeth, the whole <laughs> <Yeah>. plate, <laughs> and ran down the, fr- the aisle, like maybe two or three rows. And he just keeps going, I tell you. And he goes over and grabs them, and he puts it in his pocket and said, let me see you get out of there. And I was like, oh, my gosh. That was pretty funny. And then my dad, because we people probably don't know anything about a laundromat, but it's a place where if you don't have laundry like rich people like you guys, we had to go to the laundromat. So it's like... You can't just go every day, so you pile up all your stuff. So you're shoving all your clothing in pieces of clothing to get it there. Yeah, and so, usually wrapping it in a like I do like a, a fitted sheet. Yeah, yeah, that's use mm-hmm. that as your bag. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. So now my dad's up preaching. He's going to town. He reaches in to grab what he thinks is his handkerchief. Oh, no. When he pulls out my mom's panties. Oh, <laughs> oh shoot. <laughs> How do you recover from it that? It was a good you? night. <laughs> oh, no. These are my wives, I promise. <laughs> oh, God. They're not my wives. So they are my wives. I don't know whose they are. Yeah, I mean, I do know whose they are. <laughs> That's like that one comedian that walks in and his wife says, you know, sees his underwear laying on the floor and she's like, you know, hey, are those your underwear? He goes, yeah. well, if they're not, I got some questions of my own. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, that's uh, but it's like you talk. It's like the, all the words that you say. You're like something's gonna go. Oh yeah, gonna go yeah. Wrong. I, I've been pretty fortunate. Um, believe it or not, I've had weird stuff happening. Like when there was the church shootings back Earth City, we'd only had it about a year or so, and the shooting over in Illinois where the person lit up the church and so on. Well, that had just happened like the week. Before. That one that was was that uh, years ago. That was yeah. That where the guy it was what it was a Greenville was it Greenville Illinois. I don't remember now. I went to that church. Yeah, they, I went there that next, yeah, the year after, I guess. Wow. They, so everybody's really crazy. nervous, right, because of church yeah. shootings. And yeah. then there was, like, this stuff going on. Well, all of a sudden, now there's big, huge screens in our city. Now the people are running the camera. Whoever ran the camera had their knees locked, and they fainted. When they fainted, they took the whole camera oh, over, geez. which causes these, you know, 80-foot screens to look crazy and all you hear is that and like a pow. Well, the crowd starts screaming and kind of duck oh down because it's so friends. Yeah. I did not know she fainted, but somehow just had the presence of mind to go. I think that woman just passed out. It's no big deal. Mm. Got, you know, got the service back, but I'm still scared of me. It scared everybody. Yeah. So now service is over. Ten minutes later, I'm out in the hallway. Back then, every week we would give kids these aired up balloons, you know, the helium balloons. Well, in the lobby, one of the kids had popped the balloon. It sounds like a shotgun again. Bam! And I'm like, that time I yelled. Like, ah! <laughs> but I, I've trained myself, even in real life, no matter what happens, I won't yell, scream, or cuss in a regular scenario in life. Because Backstage, I spend so much time on all stage. Are off. Because yeah. I'm like, you know what? If I do this, this is coming out. Yeah. So, you know, you've got all your Christian cuss words. I've loved that. That's well, a good link. Yeah. Well, there you go. Gosh, I mean, bobbly, dang, I think that, me. I think what happens is. <laughs> My dad's I, different though, because he does cuss behind the scenes. Well, yeah, I mean, he's a comedian. <laughs> Expect yes. that. Him. Before noon, I am letting her fly. <laughs> I, I, I let her fly. But, but I was saying, I think what happened, like when I first started, I would never just sh stray from my act. Yeah. I would never, mm -hmm. but then you get used to just things happen. You have to yeah, be like if, when that happens, the crowd is waiting for you to acknowledge it. Yeah. Did David just hear that loud bang? Right. Did he see the lady fall over yeah. and faint? Right. When you say, I've seen it, okay, is she okay, right? I mean, we did, I did a show in Maryland. It was like a 100-year-old theater, and five minutes in, uh, a plaster, like like a 300-pound piece of plaster broke off the wow. ceiling and Jeez. landed landed in in the, uh, the, what the, the, up the balcony, oh, yeah, the the balcony. Oh and it, it would have killed somebody yeah. it, just in a second, but it, you know, thankfully it just landed in the, Thank in God the, you didn't sell out. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the balcony was empty. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we I were, it made national news too. We were but, in the park the other day and a yeah. huge like tree branch almost, fell, fell, on almost fell right on top of us. Uh -huh. When was this? I was oh. like, that's so crazy, like, time. Because that happened to you in, in England. Well, that happened, yeah, when I went to Cape and Ray, there was, like, this huge tree, probably 200 years old, and we were all sitting under it watching a, a football, soccer game, and we just heard, like, this big crack. I remember being under it, and I just felt, mm -hmm. like, something in my spirit, like, run. So I just screamed, run, and then all of a sudden, wow. it just, like, this huge cracking sound, this huge, like, branch fell down, hit this girl. Thankfully, she was, like, sitting the perfect way where it, like, hit her shoulder. Mm -hmm. So, like, hit her side mm -hmm. and, like, wow. knocked her down. But she ended up, like, puncturing um, yeah. her spleen, I think, with a That's rib. Crazy. And yeah. We were all just, like, it was insane. And so we were all just, like, praying. And she yeah. ended up being healed in, like, a week. 
It was wow. actually really amazing because her parents came and they Didn't, prayed for people, everyone in the hospital. Is it wasn't that healed. a turning point at that school? Oh, like yeah. where people like came to closer. Oh yeah, it was actually amazing. Brings people closer together. It's kind of how I got like close to my best friend because we all just like started mm-hmm. like yeah. We we're like oh shoot like and then we right. all prayed together for like hours and it was yeah. actually cool because it was only two weeks mm-hmm. into school. But anyways. Isn't that crazy? That's wild. Crazy timing. The trees are after you. Like, <laughs> oh, I just think that's insane. Yeah, like any any time that it could have fallen. Right. That's And wild. we're never out there ever. other than that one, right. like, 30 seconds. That's 30 why I love the show Ridiculousness. You ever watch show yeah. Ridiculousness? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, like a tire will fall off, jump four traffic lanes, and you yeah. know, almost kill a guy, and mm. he walks away. You're like, there are angels because oh, yeah. how is that person alive right yeah. now? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Love it. That show brings glory to Jesus. <laughs> it does. Because yeah, there's miracles. Rob Deer Dad. Right. He is just praising the Lord. Miracles happen. <laughs> they're saved. They're saved, I think. Yeah, they're saved. Yeah. Now they are. <laughs> you would justify that? Yeah, I think the director's um, the key grip on that scene. Yeah, he's, I think he's a believer. He runs the Bible study. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Run that. Game of Thrones. Yeah, the guy who does, the, you know, he, did, he was the runner for Game of Thrones. He's a Christian, so I can watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> Amazon's making a new show of Lord of the Rings in Game of Thrones. I haven't watched, but I know that they had a huge production budget, which was a hundred million dollars mm. for their last season. All right. Just Lord, for a season, just for a season, Lord of the Rings budget for their new show, $430 million just yeah. for one season. Yeah. And they'll make, Crazy. they'll make yeah. 10 times that. Yeah. Probably. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's a big budget. Better be good. Well, it better be what good. What would you do with that? $430 million, David? Because like, that's, that's the thing. I hear Dave, I've got this yellow pad <laughs> and I've got David Crank in the middle of it. I'm like, where can we go? Because there's so much we could talk about. We can talk about talk leadership. About we can talk about money. What? Okay. Which, which is a, a thing that you're, see, anything you would have done, you did succeed. You were a successful <laughs> business guy even before you went into the ministry. Right. But what, like, if you said like one thing, like what are the biggest misconception about money that people have? What what are they that people just don't know? I think that most people think that they don't have enough money. If I were to tell you right now that you don't have enough money, you'd be like, "What? <clears throat> no, I don't have enough money." I think that you have to learn to properly balance and manage your money, or you, no matter how much money you got, money is not really what you need. You need to learn to manage the money that you do mm. have. So, so many people need to, you know. First of all, you know. Debt is the acronym is doing everything but thinking. So people use debt to go buy stuff they don't need to impress people they don't know. And then they find themselves, oh my gosh, I'm so deep in debt. I don't know what to do. And so I just suggest to people to freeze their credit. Now it's very easy to freeze your credit. All you do is take your credit cards downstairs and put it in a you know a tube of ice. And that way when you go to the mall without the credit card, stuff talks to you at the mall. It'll be like, my gosh, I've had a pair of jeans tell me I'll lose weight if you buy me. And then I buy the jeans and I'm like, well, no, mm-hmm. I'm still going to, you know, Cinnabon. Right. right? Cause who wants buns of steel when you can have buns of cinnamon? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so I always say that, you know, we got it to live like nobody else lives. So you can live like nobody else lives. So whether that That's was what in, Luke says. Yeah, mm-hmm. in my life, I just started young by using credit. My dad told me, Hey, credit can make you a lot of money. If you got good credit, there'll be a day in your life that you want to buy something. And so I just protected my credit like crazy. And some people are, Anti, like the difference between me and Dave Ramsey is I believe in using credit. So like mm-hmm. say the Earth City campus, it was $21 million building and I bought it for $6.3 million, but I used my credit. If I hadn't had good credit, I couldn't have done right. that. You know, the Earth City or Sunset Hills campus is $37 million campus. 
it was a situation where it was a fire sale and I got it for $7.7 million. So we've made a lot of money in business, take, set the church up correctly so we can go on television and reach people around the world, not ask for money. But your but we're the credit that you're using is an asset. Like yeah. buying a building is commercial real estate. So that's good to use your credit for that. Yeah. You know, it's not a depreciating. No, and that's exactly. And yeah. that's exactly where I disagree with Dave Ramsey. Ramsey's like, I mean, love the dude, but he is like so anti credit card and building credit almost to a fault. I think the people yeah. that he targets and his audience is you guys need to get out of debt. You need to freeze your credit cards, yeah. put them in a whatever freezer. Well, don't that's use who them. His, I think his audience, his audience is. is Saying, yeah, yeah you're, you're talking about these people that are 30 grand in debt yeah. for buying bass boats and stuff. Exactly. Right. And I think that where I differ is just like if you're good with money and you use credit wisely, then you can actually do a lot. You can build a lot of wealth with that. You can. Yeah. Real estate's a great place to do that. So that that's what I would advise people to do is like, you know, don't also get momentum. Forward momentum makes you look better than you are. Reverse momentum makes you look worse than you are, whether that's business or credit or whatever. So I advise people to say, hey – Start paying off the credit card that you owe the least amount of money on. So you can be like, oh, my gosh, we paid off that. Mm -hmm. And you feel like you got forward momentum and then go. Some people like, well, shouldn't you pay off the highest mm -hmm. one with the biggest interest rate? You know, the, that math makes sense. And I'm like, well, if we were doing math, you wouldn't have gotten in this mess. Let's yeah. get some, <laughs> yeah. some momentum. Some momentum. Moving. Heather yeah. and I, when we built our house, we moved back to St. Louis. We built a house in Lake St. Louis. And uh, we did this uh, before we got the loan. We went to Sears and we got like four different appliances and applied for the the cards or whatever yeah. to get extra off. I so yeah. I, but every time you apply, they yeah. they they hit your credit, credit score yeah. or whatever your credit report. Yeah, <laughs> so it didn't we're down the five hundreds. We're down the five hundreds. But but to to say that on the other side of that, we got a credit card and we just paid it off. Just yeah. just getting a credit off and banking your payments. Yeah. and it's you know yeah for people that can't sevens. get a credit card, you can get a secured credit card. You know, you can put like five hundred dollars to a credit card company. Yeah, and they'll give you a five hundred dollar mm -hmm. credit limit, and then you know it gives you a chance to build up trust and equity again. And <clears> I think one of the things that's really lost in them is the American dream of owning your own real estate. People are always like, I I just live at home with my parents, or I want yeah yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, I think it's really kind of stupid if you think about it. Like everybody's moving out of New York and so on to Florida right now. I mean, Florida property values have went up like 17%. In fact, yeah. um, we were buying a Sam's building. It's kind of a funny story down there for our church. So we pay, we, we're in contract for COVID before, before COVID, during COVID, right before COVID for 17 million. The agent called me and said, Hey, you want to sell it because Home Depot decided they want to buy it and they're willing to give the church 18 million. You can make a million. I said, I don't want to make a million. We're we're going to build a church. Well, then COVID hit on Monday. We were going hard on the property on Friday. And I called him up and said, hey, I don't know what's going on, but we're out. Yeah. And my the guy that goes to our church, Chris Reddy, owns Newsmax. He said, man, it's a mistake. You guys need to buy it because property is going to go crazy. And we're not in the church business. You're not land speculations. You know? so yeah. They're like, no, we're out. So we're out. Well, guess what? Somebody bought it two months ago. For 17 million and it sold last week for 21 million. <laughs> mm. And again, I mean, my gosh, I'll look back and say, man, I wish we could have bought it for the church. And Luppy is up in heaven looking down like the millions and said, he hey, was shaking, his church. Tail. shaking his tail, shaking his little head, <laughs> his little broken neck. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. Yeah. Well, we once again we have ten million things we could talk about, but I do we we kind of have to we have to wrap it up here and 
but I wanted to know, and I asked this to my last guest. Yeah. Uh, it was called Songbook Restaurant. What's your favorite song, favorite book, and your favorite restaurant? Okay. Until I can come up with a better thing, that's, uh, that's good. That what I'm going to ask you right now, Dave. Sounds like the ambulances are coming to get us right now. Yeah. You did that a lot okay. in St. Louis, yeah. So my favorite <laughs> song... Like, what's your karaoke song? Like, if you went to a karaoke uh, bar, this is a... You know, I won, there was a idol, had a thing called the Idol Experience. And, uh, mm, okay. That's, this was at Disney. Disney, yeah. Years ago. So the Idol Experience, if you won it, you got the card that put you straight through to Idol without standing in line and all that kind of stuff. So my daughter's like, I want you to do it. I'm saying, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. She said, yeah, it's my... You know, 14th birthday, you, you got to do it. So I did it. And I went and picking out a song randomly. <laughs> right. And I'm like, I don't know. And so I said, you know what? I, I, I want to sing I Can Only Imagine. So I sing I Can Only Imagine. When I do what I didn't realize, there were better singers than me singing. But so many people were so touched by that song because they probably heard it at a funeral or whatever. Yeah. Mm. And there was an annoying... It's like butterfly kisses, man. On it. You win. Okay? Yeah. So as a pastor, <laughs> God worked through that song, and I win round one, round two, and round three. So that was my way to segue into my favorite song and tell you that I had the golden ticket for wow. Idol. But I is there, is there a recording church. of that? I'm so jealous. There is somewhere, yeah. <laughs> So uh, and what so, was neat too is the rest of the day around the park, I was a superstar. Little kids running up to me, can I get your picture? <laughs> we do a little karaoke around the house. Yeah, so, so if I played this, could you give us a bar? Yeah, <laughs> David Crank, everybody. I can only imagine what it would be like. I don't know the words. By your side. But since I can only imagine what my eyes will see. Help him live. There is an anointing on this. <laughs> I'm getting yeah. emotional. He's before me. Surrounded. Here we go. Oh, imagine. Jump the gun. I see Luppy on the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Running on a beach with Luppy. Yeah. Luppy, I'm coming to get you, Luppy. <laughs> Surrounded. Surrounded by your glory. My heart feels. Will I dance, dance for you, Jesus? Hope you stand still. Not stand still. <laughs> I just can't get Will I love dance you, for you, Jesus? Or would you stand still? Stand still, Jesus. Stand still Jesus, know that stop I moving God. around, Jesus. Hallelujah. I love heaven, God, but Jesus won't stand still. <laughs> He's moving around all the time. Oh, That's, no, you're a fantastic singer. What's uh, so your book? Just uh, just solvingyourmoneyproblems.com. Solvingyourmoneyproblems.com. Fantastic. That's a website. It's a, it's a whole thing. That's the name of the book. Solving your money problems. Oh. Is that your book? Yeah, solving your okay. money problems, and it's a whole system actually. And yes. it's designed to get people out of debt. It's got the DVDs, the CDs. People still do that. Guys, this guy knows, he knows what he's talking about, too. Mm -hmm. So solvingyourmoneyproblems.com. Yeah. Go do it. How to be bankers at their own game. Man, if I was, that's the one thing. If I was just younger, I would just, man, just get so, because they just don't teach you this stuff. No, they don't. No, they don't. And they, again, back to real estate, I really think I recommend everybody to buy it because it's not going to continue to do anything but go up. Okay, how do you feel about Airbnb? I mean, Heather and I are talking about uh, yeah. getting more into Airbnb. Uh, there's a lady called, the, you should follow her on her podcast called Lady Boss. Okay. She goes to our church. Lady <clears throat> Boss 
is the Airbnb queen. During COVID, she actually yesterday you probably saw yeah. the, in the blonde video, lady, yeah. the blonde lady. You heard that story, right? So she just bought another place today in in Florida. So if you can if you can get those, it's great because I mean it's just it's going up. But Florida is killing it, as you know, because of people like the freedom there. So they're going there. I think yeah. I honestly my prediction is the next year and a half to two years would be a great time to buy a property in yeah. New York. Because people are mm. bailing, mm. Yeah. And New York's one of the greatest sense, you know yeah. cities in the world. So I mean, if you can try to buy something around the in the city, I'll pray to Jesus if I can just get him to yeah. stand still. You know, yeah, <laughs> listen to my prayers. So yeah, so they just you think that's? I mean, I really especially commercial real estate up there, right? Yeah, I don't know, the, you know, so much about that. I'm just saying, you know, whatever people can afford. So right. um, with real estate, like, say you don't necessarily have enough money to buy a house or something like that, would you? I know there are some like electronic transfer funds that you can put into real estate companies or into a fund that is commercial real yeah. estate, or do you know of any of those? I don't know off the top of my head. I know that my son uh-huh. is really making a killing on all the stupid cryptocurrency. Yeah. Currency. Really? Every wow. night, like Thursday night, he told me, hey, I made $15,000 overnight. Mm-hmm. The next night, I made $9,000. He's killing the game with this stuff. Yeah. It's just nuts. So I, I think that I don't know how long that's going to last. You get that? You get how that works? Cryptocurrency? It's just- a little bit. But what I did is I told him, here's my phone. Hook me up with the app. Because our, I have an unfair yeah. advantage because people at our church, there's always a bunch of experts. Mm-hmm. So some of the leading people making the bank doing that. Yeah. Austin just goes and meets with them and they're like, hey, pastor, do you a favor. Click here, click here, click there. Yeah. And so that helps a lot. Yeah. Let's just know. I guess, okay, because I go to your church and the people I talk to behind the church by the dumpster. <sighs> You're talking to the wrong people. They're not, <laughs> not giving me the same advice. Right. They're not giving me what I Y'all need. Y'all out there smoking doobies back then. <laughs> well, I wouldn't call them doobies. They're <laughs> the doobie yeah, brothers. Christian you remember doobies. Them? Uh, oh, I remember that. We had When I was a kid, we had a eight track, two eight tracks in the car. Like eight uh, tracks. The Happy Goodmans and, yes. the bro- and the Doobie Brothers. To what songs do uh, Doobie Brothers sing? Oh, Jesus is Just All Right and Listen to the Music. Yeah. And uh, the music. my gosh. China Grove. Mm, what a Fool Believes. Mm. Come on. That's oh, the wow. stuff. What, so let, what about restaurant? That's a tough one for you. You like to eat uh, your food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, my favorite restaurant right now <clears throat> is a place called Elizabeth's. It's in Delray, Florida by our house. And it's authentic Italian food. So you know how when you go to Europe and you go over and you can eat Italian food all day, but you don't. You, you don't do, get like, bloated. I don't get bloated. I know. Because in America, we got all this processed, genetically modified mess. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth's, you can eat just like you're in Europe, wake up the next day, and you're like, my stomach's flat and I feel great. So that's, honestly, if you want to get me a gift certificate. The dream. Uh, yeah. Elizabeth's is the place. I know you're just going to do White Castle. But, I mean, hey, <laughs> White Castle cheese fries, they are bad. <laughs> they don't use any kind of stuff in White Castle, do they? No, there's no preservatives. No, it's all organic. Pure yeah, whole it's food. Pure. Fresh. Did you yeah. know that White Castle was the first fast food chain in America? I did not know that. It's a fun really? fact. Yeah. I do what? like the movie Founder about McDonald's. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah, fantastic. Michael Keaton. Great movie. That was a great scene where you're talking about... Uh, real estate. Uh, yeah, yeah real he goes, estate. you're in the real estate business, not in the food business. Exactly. Changed everything. Yeah. Good night. Mm-hmm. Well, wow. Awesome deal, man. Well, I think we're good. We, we have a... Time constraints. All right. I want to get better at it. We can go on forever, dude. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah.
Thanks for having me on. I love your stuff. Fantastic. I love your stuff. Love you. Love your family. Give all the best to them. It was fun. You're, and you're not. You're just not the only talented one in your family. Everybody you in know, your family has fact, got it going leave, on. Before we leave, did you hear about Ashton? Like, have you ever heard of a guy That's named mine. Dark Child? So Dark Child produced Michael Jackson. Right. He produced Whitney Houston, Justin Bieber's news album that he just did. Right. Well, Dark Child hears a song that Ashton writes called "Never Date a Guy from Michigan." <laughs> Loves it. Flies her out to a studio <laughs> and is trying to sign her, and they're getting ready to record Whoa. a bunch wow. of songs. Ashton said, listen, Dad, I hate to break it to you, but I'm a Holy Ghost kid. I love Jesus. I love the power of God, but I just can't write Christian music. I can lead worship, but she yeah. said, when I write music, it sounds like Hillsong Kids. Yeah. It's like Jesus walked on water, Daniel was in the lion's den. Yeah. But she writes these romantic, love-jerking songs where guys hose over girls, and they slide into their DMs, and they <laughs> defriend them, and it's magic. Yeah. So, and she also just did a, the, the new recording that's coming up. There's Earl Houghton in Maverick City and all those guys. She's on those. So, yeah, oh, wow. she's madly talented. She's 17. She's my retirement plan. Yeah, well, <laughs> just keep writing. Just yeah. keep writing, writing, writing. Right. That's awesome. It's going to work out. It's really cool. Yeah, Livy has a special singing voice sometimes she likes to use. Yeah, have you heard my new song? What's your new song? It's called Obsessed. Oh, okay. Have you not heard it? Give us a part. Uh-uh. Luke, can you remind me how it goes? Yeah. <laughs> You're obsessed with me. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, um, when you say you're obsessed with me, I say me too. Uh, I'm obsessed with me as much as you. <laughs> you haven't heard it? No. Magic. Dad. I love it. Thank you. Like I'm that. still working on it. But. <laughs> <laughs> Let's record some of it. Let's actually. Yeah. Yeah. Let's okay. definitely down. do that. It's definitely not been recorded. You can drop someone. It's definitely not did, any other artist's boom, song. Boom, yeah, no, definitely Can you beatbox, not. Dave? It's definitely not a famous song that's out right now. I pulled one with my daughter. I told her, I said, hey, I want you to write this down. This is a song. It's about two years ago. I said, I don't have much, but just write this down. I believe that children are a future. (laughs) Teach them well. (laughs) Let them lead the way. And she's like, Dad, this is good. (laughs) She honestly got it. Never heard the song. (laughs) Yeah, she's going to be a retirement plan. Spend spend it in a copyright court. That's right. Good deal. Well, thanks, Dave. Love you guys. I love you, too. Everybody, love y'all. Love y'all. Love you. Love you. Peace and blessings. Peace.